Welcome to the official podcast of the Love Times 2 Project. Change the culture and the politics will follow. Here is your host, Mike Victor. Hey, welcome back to the Love Times 2 Podcast. This is the official podcast of the Love Times 2 Project. I hope you're enjoying this podcast. I hope that you're subscribing on Apple and Spotify and whatever your favorite listening platform is. Today, we're going to continue with part two of a discussion with Sally Thompson, who is the co-editor of a book called The Aftermath. So let's jump right into it and continue on with this discussion with Sally. When we look at the numbers of how many women who have had abortions, uh, it's overwhelming. Since uh, Roe versus Wade in 1973, it's overwhelming. So there's a lot of women who have had abortions. But a lot of times when you've had that abortion, you feel like you're all by yourself. Why is that? Because it's really not talked about in the way that I heard after that abortion, because we know why people don't, I mean, they don't want to advertise the pain <laughs> after abortion. Um, and there will be no more abortions because people don't want to go through that pain. But I want them to know that they're not, they're not by themselves. There are healing groups out there all over this world. Do uh, your pregnancy care centers. Um, they can connect you or Google post-abortion healing or abortion recovery. There are classes out there. There are counselors out there that would be more than glad. And now with virtual, (laughs) you know, uh, classes and, you know, the online classes, it doesn't matter where you are. Um, You are um, able to connect to someone that understands your pain. And I've, I've met many I met many across, and, and they're all compassionate, um, have great passion for this cause. Yeah. Now, you recently served as a managing editor for a book called The Aftermath. And again, mm-hmm. that's what, um, you know, I, this this landed on my desk last year. And mm-hmm. as I read through it, I just really powerful stories throughout it. So why don't you share a little bit? What is what is the book about? What is The Aftermath? For those who are listening, they've never heard of this book, The Aftermath. What is it, and how did you become involved with the project? Uh, the Aftermath book is Stories of God's Grace and Freedom After Abortion. It's a collaboration of nine women and one man sharing their abortion story. Um, not only did they have an abortion, but the aftermath was pain. But then there was another aftermath. It was redemption through Christ Jesus. <laughs> He healed us, you know, so we didn't have to stay in that state of depression, you know, um, through God's healing, through the healing of the connecting with others and um, going through uh, forgiven and set free uh, post-abortion Bible study by Linda Cochran, a good friend, personal friend of mine. Um, we gained our lives back <laughs> after abortion. So that's why, you know, we decided to name it the aftermath. It, I am, um, um, managing editor with Laquita Maxi. Um, how this began, I uh, was asked to speak at a women's conference in, um, Tucson, Arizona. And, um, during that time, let me back it up. 
my husband and I are pastors of a church. And we're newly pastors at this time, fresh new. And uh, that I was asked to um, be a part of this prayer conference in uh, Tucson, Arizona. And because the church was new, I didn't want to be in one place and my husband in another. I just felt like I was supposed to be there with my husband, helping him with the church. Well, so when she asked me, it went in one ear and came out the other. I didn't even say yes. <laughs> so this was like August. And in February, I kept hearing Tucson, Tucson. And I said, why is, why is Tucson? Who do we know in Tucson? Now, I've totally forgotten about this invite. <laughs> I said, who do we know in Tucson? And so um, my husband was like, Arizona. But when he said Arizona, I said, you know what? I think that pastor's um, conference is in. So I called <laughs> the pastor who asked me to be a part of this prayer conference. And I was talking to her and she told me that the conference was um, in March. Now, this is mid-February. And she was telling me, she said, oh, um, I would love for you to be a part. She said, I don't at this time have any speaking. You know, I have all of my speakers, she said, but God showed me you singing the, the Lord's Prayer. <laughs> and so I was like, well, I don't know if I'll be able to go, but I'm just telling you this is this is what I'm, you know, uh, feeling. And so I talked to my husband and he was like, yeah, we can go. Two weeks later. She gives me a call and said, one of my main speakers has um, counsel. And she said, do you mind speaking? And she said, I know that the Lord has already given you what to say. And this is a prayer conference. And so I'm like, okay, so I'm praying. And now I have like two weeks before it's the time uh, of the event. I'm praying and asking God to give me a message. And the Sunday before the Thursday that we were supposed to leave out for Tucson, I'm washing dishes before I go to attend my church service. And the Lord says, tell your testimony. And I'm thinking, okay, today at church? <laughs> and which testimony? By this time, I have a whole lot of testimonies to share. But he explained to me, uh, share your abortion testimony. But I'm still like, I'm like, where? And because my mind wasn't on the prayer conference, because it's a prayer conference, and I know you would be telling me to share, and it's a women's prayer conference, to share my abortion story there when I'm supposed to be speaking on prayer. And... Um, he wouldn't give me anything else. And I struggled with that because I'm like, Lord, I'm supposed to speak about prayer. <laughs> anyway, I go to the women's conference. We're at the women's conference and I'm nervous because everybody, all the other women are speaking on prayer. <laughs> and before I get up, the woman before me, she brings out, pulls out, a the speaker before me pulls out a pregnancy test. <laughs> and she's like, you're all pregnant. You know, you have been pregnant and God, God has something for you. to. This is a spiritual pregnancy. God has something for you to do it. I'm like, oh my God, she's setting me up. She is setting me up for mine. And so when um, it's time for me to get up, I'm still nervous. 
but I shared my testimony. And now this is a conference full of women. And before I was finished, women started coming to the altar on their knees, literally wailing, crying, asking God to forgive them. One lady, <laughs> the African lady, came and grabbed me. It was scary, but she, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh God, I'm sorry. Pray for me. Oh God, I'm sorry. It black women, white women, Hispanic women, um, at the altar crying. One lady even came and she said, um, I didn't have abortion, but I took my friend to the abortion clinic. And I'm looking at this, I'm like, oh my God, what are you doing? What do I do now? But afterwards, I felt horrible because I had nothing to leave with them. Yes, they had my message, but I had nothing on a table. And God reminded me, remember that book that I told you to write back in 2007? <laughs> and this was 20, 2020. And I felt so bad. Um, on the way home, I started thinking that I had met a young lady, or I knew of her, but I remember a conversation. She said, I would love to do a book collaboration because I knew, I felt like it had to be done like right now. And I knew that my book, I couldn't get my book finished, but I wanted someone to help me do it. I called, and this is Laquita Maxi, good friend who has had an abortion too, has gone through, is actually how we met, was through a healing study. I called her, I said, we got to do this. And she was more than open. God placed on our hearts the 10 individuals that co-authors that would be collaborating with us. And I tell you, after that, everything else fell in line. And within a year later, I um, the book was published and launched. Now, Mike, I spoke with Linda Cochran, um, the author of the Bible study that we went to. I told her, I said, hey, I was at this thing. <laughs> I was at a women's conference, and this is what God did. And I kind of want to write a book that kind of comes after the Bible study. And she's listening to me, and she said, Sally, did you know that um, I was in Tucson, Arizona when I wrote. <laughs> I, I mean, tears just began, began to come. And she said, did you also know that Margaret Sanger died in Tucson, Arizona? Really? And I'm like, oh, my, what, God, what are you doing? And so through, the, that's how it all began. And I could talk forever, Mike, but that's that's how it began. And we put... Uh, through prayer, um, I mean, even um, just with the um, the photographer Angela, who <laughs> I mean, Forker, who who travels all over the world and her pictures, you know, she she got on board, and um, God just God did it, and within a year, the book was was written. Well, I can tell you, it's got really powerful stories in it. Mm -hmm. um, 
I'm blessed here because I have an autographed copy. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, have the, I have this autographed copy in front of me. But as I, I look at this and, and just really, um, you know, every story is unique. Every story yeah. is as you would expect, just like every life is unique. Every experience yeah. is unique in here. But the common thread that runs throughout all of this is healing found healing. in Christ. Mm-hmm. after the abortion and sometimes a long time after sometimes you know maybe um god mo- moves more quickly in those situations yes. i'm curious as this has been out so you published this it looks like in 2020 right mm-hmm. is that correct so this is mm-hmm. out in 2020 have you heard any feedback from anybody who has gone through this book and uh, do, do you know how, how what kind of impact it's having on others Yes, we had a launch. It was actually published in 2021. I'm sorry. I'm so confused with all these years. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a launch. That's okay. 2020 was the lost year. of. Yeah. <laughs> actually, you know what? Uh, we had, uh, even before the book were launched, editors um, reading the book. And God was revealing, bringing back things that they had surfaced that she had had an abortion. Um, the pastor who um, was a part of editing, he and his wife, he's like, I have to preach this. I have to preach the pain of abortion. Now, that wasn't even set up like that. He was just an editor. And and so even before the book was um, published, it has been blessing people. We had a launch and... Um, you know, you invite you invite your family and friends, and um, that friend came that was just there to support. But God brought to her memory a situation in um, her family where this must have been what was wrong with you know this particular person, and she brought the book and <laughs> she began to weep and ended up giving it to her friend as a um, birthday gift and the friend was mad. The friend was mad. Why would you, why would you do this? Um, The, the, my friend just saw healing. She didn't see, you know, the pain. She saw, she knew the pain was way back then. She just saw healing and was like, Oh, you need to hear this. But now today the lady has received her healing and um, it's, those are just, a few of the stories that, you know, um, I could share with you, but there are many that I'm sure that we don't even have a clue. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's always the way it is when mm-hmm. you put out, whether it be a video, a film, a book, mm-hmm. you just never know who you're impacting. You don't know. But you're yeah. stepping out in faithfulness to do what God called you to do yes. by putting this book out there and then putting it in his hands to let it, uh, to let it be a resource. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he will mm-hmm. use in people's lives. And you may Amen. never know, or you may hear years from now from folks that have been impacted by this. Well, we've talked a lot about this book. It's called The Aftermath, mm-hmm. Stories of God's Grace and Freedom After mm-hmm. Abortion. Now, for folks who are listening, they want to get a copy of this book. What's the easiest way they can, what can they do? How can they go? Amazon.com. It is on Amazon. That's go easy. Through. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <It's very> Amazon.com. <laughs> And uh, even uh, don't just purchase it after you read it, give a review so that someone else can hear from your point of view. And Mm -hmm. so that we, the authors, (laughs) can hear um, how you enjoyed it. And we understand that this is still a topic 
that can't be brought up at the dinner table Mm -hmm. (laughs) or anyway, it's still very sensitive and you may hear laughter in my uh, voice, but don't get that twisted. I, I still feel the pain, but after abortion um, and, um, but I want you to know the joy, the laughter in my voice comes from God's healing mm. after that abortion. My husband, when I married him, he said that that was one of the things that impressed him, that she took this painful situation. I, and I wouldn't say she did because God did it. This wouldn't be something, a topic that I would have picked on my own. But he said she took this painful situation in her life and she turned it around that it's now a message that she is speaking and giving life to others and when he said that I was like hmm you you know everybody may not see it that way but or will be happy for you because there was there's a lot of people that's mad that you're talking about abortion and how it heals uh, and how God can heal you through the pain I often say that every time I speak to any time I speak to anyone about abortion, no one's never smiling. You, you even even though this woman who, oh, I, I did it and I don't regret it. And it was the best thing for me and my family. They're not smiling. <laughs> They're still in pain. And at the end of every conversation that I've had with someone like that, that's a, I'll, I'll, I'll never tell no one else to get an abortion. Hmm. Wow, that's powerful. Mm-hmm. Well, Sally, you do a lot of speaking. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I know that we have listeners to this podcast as well that may be involved with. It could be that they're looking for a speaker for their church. Maybe they have a conference they're involved with. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe they're doing a local event. Uh, I know that I've seen you at events such as fundraising events, mm-hmm. dinners, uh, everything from a keynote speech to smaller settings. Yeah. And you always do a terrific job with that. And you just really mm-hmm. are able to connect with people and mm-hmm. share uh, on a very, very important subject. So if someone wants to get in touch with you and ask you about your interest, maybe in doing uh, some type of special event that they have planned in their community, what's the best way for somebody to get a hold of you and start that conversation? The best way right now um, is to contact me through email. Uh, my website is under construction, so forgive me for that. But email is Sally Thompson Speaks. That's S A L L Y T H O M P as in Paul S O N at Gmail. Sally Thompson Speaks. I'm sorry. At Gmail dot com. Sally Thompson Speaks at Gmail dot com. Or you can we the aftermath book do have a Facebook page. You can go there and you can look <laughs> uh, and see the other co-authors and you can message me or and uh, Laquita Maxi there. Uh, or you can call me if there's someone out there that is hurting from abortion that's listening right now. My phone number, I do not mind you calling me, 317-748-0701. I also do um, online healing studies. 
post-abortion healing studies. So wherever you are, <laughs> we have the computers today and, and Zoom. Uh, please feel free to contact me and, 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 and let me be a part of your healing journey. Um, yeah. You don't have to stay there. And Sally, you didn't ask me to do this, but I'm going to challenge listeners. If there's somebody listening who just has like crazy skills with website development mm-hmm. um, and that's a gift that you just want to provide and maybe you can just uh, connect with Sally, find out where her website is and oh, its construction process and then you yeah. just want to step in and, and offer to finish that up and just, you know, just do a terrific job with that. Contact Sally and just find out what's, you know, what you might be able to do to help with that and I know that'd be a blessing uh, to Sally and it'd be a very meaningful way to you for you as a listener to take your skill set and really engage and plug it in in a very meaningful way as well so Sally I want to thank you I know you're oh, a busy thank person you. thank you got you me in tears over here <laughs> yeah yes. I really just appreciate again I appreciate the book and uh, I don't think this book is the end all of no. your ministry as well no. so this is probably a uh, springboard to yes. much more that God has in store for you and just to to share um, healing and grace after an abortion. Such a needed mm-hmm. message. Uh, so thank you uh, for being on the podcast today. Uh, for listeners, just want to remind you that um, you can reach out to Sally Thompson at sallythompsonspeaks at gmail.com and inquire about her availability. And uh, if you have, again, those website abilities that you want to offer, um, make that offer and connect with Sally with that as well. And this, as always, this podcast, uh, it is the official podcast of the Love Times 2 Project. And I hope that you are subscribing on whatever platform that you enjoy, whether it's Apple, whether it's Spotify, whatever it might be, that you subscribe so you never miss another episode. Because we have a lot of really good stuff that's coming up. And down the road, uh, when Sally is involved with some other stuff, we'll have you come back on and share about that as well. So awesome. Ev- Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And for everybody listening, never forget, change the culture and the politics will follow. Thanks for listening to the official podcast of the Love Times 2 Project. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And never forget, change the culture and the politics will follow.